Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Under the Stained Glass, where we take a look at the lesson that we had today in church from, especially from, I think, a family point of view. I'm here with my partner, Ms. Whitney. Good morning. Hello. Good morning to everybody. So today in uh, church, we were talking, I'm kind of wading into little deep waters, I guess. We're starting to talk about how important it is for we Christians to stand up and speak up and own up to our belief in Jesus, our love for Jesus, and sometimes just how hard that can be, that there are currents uh, that move against that in our cultural moment, Mm -hmm. and how those things really affect our families, and particularly our children, that there are real pressures on them, and they're standing up for their faith. So today we're just going to talk about what some of those pressures might be, and how we can help our kids stand up for Jesus and feel affirmed in that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And one of those really in-your-face kind of pressures is the skewed depiction of Christians in media. Though we are in the 21st century where we have so much access to great media for Christians. We have Christian movies and Christian music and Christian TV shows. In the mainstream, Christians are depicted as uptight and judgmental and not fun to be around or somehow subpar to everyone else. And unfortunately, this can create a situation where society can isolate individuals, especially children, and make them feel as though their faith in God makes them unworthy of the friendships and positive experiences others have and are allowed to experience. And this can deeply affect children and their faith because they're seeing negative consequences to their lives bore out of the simple fact that they follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's really tough for kids. It's tough for everybody because we all want to be accepted and we mm-hmm. all want to be liked and those kinds of things. But yet our values as Christians, and in fact, and also maybe in just as they're depicted yeah. by people, can be run counter to a lot of the values that are out there in the culture, mm-hmm. especially as they uh, pertain to sexuality. But even beyond that, There are places in school where people are taught or kids are taught yoga and other types of Eastern spirituality that actually can begin to undermine our view of particularly the union of body and soul that we believe is really important to our Christian Mm -hmm. walk and our Christian beliefs. But those kinds of things that kids are being exposed to all the time and that can make kids feel out of it when they're actually standing up for their faith or mentioning their faith faith even. I know when my son, and this was a long time ago, but he was in first grade or so, second grade, and they had an assignment to write a letter to the president. And my son mentioned in his letter that he loved God and that he prayed every day. And his teacher came back to him and said that he couldn't include that in the letter, that that needed to come out of his letter and kind of upset him. So, of course, we had a meeting with the teacher and it turned out that she was operating under a lot of fear and misapprehension about this letter being seen by higher ups. But the effect it had on my son was that after she was told this, he was afraid to wear his cross to school, even though it was under his shirt all Mm -hmm. the time, he was just afraid even to be identified as a Christian. That's something bad with that. So again, you know, we look at these kinds of pressures that can be all institutionalized and come at us that way. And fear is a big part of it on both sides of the spectrum here, on the Christian side and on the other side. And it can really, really affect children, especially 
that are Christians that fear that they might be missing out on experiences when their friend group isn't a, you know, Christian friend group or they don't value the same values that they have. And this could cause them to not stand up for their beliefs and their values. And it might cause them to be coerced into doing something that they know is wrong, but they just don't want to miss out on something that could change their lives or can make them feel good or whatever it might be. And that they, they really just have this irrational fear. And a good example of it I could think of is last year, a young girl came up to me that I knew and she was a freshman in high school. And she said something about her having her first kiss. She'd gone on a date and she said that she told her friends that and they're all freshmen in high school. And they questioned her and they said, you just had your first kiss? You, you haven't had sex yet, you know? And she said, no, I'm, I'm 14 years old, you know, 15 years old. I'm a freshman, I'm not having sex yet. And she thought somehow maybe she had been wrong by sticking to her values and by not doing that yet, instead of the idea of it being wrong and just having different values than that. And that's really tough because they might fear they're missing out on something. You know, I know she did. We had to be the counter on that other side saying, no, 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 you're not missing out on anything. It's okay. But that fear is really true and it's real. Oh. Yeah, it's the it's okay part that is <laughs> so important. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, just to let them know, hey, there's other ways to go about life. There are other ways to think and they're valid ways. I think that's why it's just so important when we really promote things like children's group mm -hmm. and youth group to have that counter, literally counter culture yeah. where kids can understand that it is okay to be a Christian. It is okay to have a different point of view on life, right? Yeah, youth group and children's groups are fantastic because not only do they provide a safe environment that's controlled and it's shared with like-minded individuals, but they also counter stereotypes mm -hmm. and peer pressure. Youth and children's groups are centered on fun and lighthearted games and lessons. But at the heart of it, they create these really strong interpersonal relationships. They build confidence and they drive faith forward in ways that is really hard to replicate if we're sitting in a pew on Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. So these groups are really, really important. And that's on the personal level. So we've got that kind of covered in that way. But how do we do this in schools or in institutional levels? Yeah, yeah. Because you really are operating in two ways. I mean, the youth group thing really helps when the kids are at school. They know they have this friend group sure. that does give them strength yeah. to resist temptation or resist whatever those other pressures are. But for those of us who are parents, I mean, I think it's really important that we're clear about the ground rules that we establish as a family, what's mm -hmm. appropriate, what's not appropriate, yeah. understanding and making clear where our values come from, that they are scriptural, they come from Christ, and that's our authority. And also understanding our rights as parents Sure. To really understand that there are things like opt-out uh, opportunities yep. out of sex ed or whatever it is that might be pushing back against our faith at an institutional level. Those are really powerful signals that sure. kids can get. Also think it's really important to know what your kids are learning, to really dive into their lessons a little bit. Yep. I know when you say, well, how was school or what'd you learn today? Kids will say nothing, <laughs> but they learned something. Yeah. And to dig into what it is that they're learning and provide a counter, a narrative from a Christian point of view. I think all those things are just, just really important. Absolutely. And some other ways that children themselves can fight against these things when they're in those difficult situations where they might not even be at home or around the other adults that can help guide them, they can start to pray. It's perfectly acceptable to pray in those moments, even if you're in public or even if others around you aren't Christian, that's your right to pray and to read your Bible. You could have a great pocket Bible that you could carry around or your cell phone. You have a great Bible app where 
you can pull Mm -hmm. it up at any time and start reading your Bible and finding those key things that really help to move you forward and strengthen your faith and and get you out of those situations. Another great way, as we discussed earlier this week, you and I were discussing, is cell phones. Cell phones are a great technology that we now have that we didn't have a long time ago, but we can pull them out at any second and call somebody that we really trust, like a youth leader or a parent or somebody that can help us out of those situations, that can be that counter and help us see things in a different light. And that's maybe all you even need at that moment is just a different voice, the steady voice that can really just help you. You're fine. Just, you know, you can walk away from the situation and just remind you of those things. Because really we have these tools to fight against this Mm. and we have them in our back pocket. In Ephesians 6, 13 says, therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. And these are the tools that he's talking about. Understanding that we have prayer and that we have the word of God and that we have others that can help us. These are really tools that can help children in these situations. Yeah. So, I mean, I love that. Those are the weapons. Those are the armor Mm -hmm. of God, the, the word of God, the fact that we can pray in our cell phones, put on the full armor of your cell phone of God and call (laughs) up someone or text someone. Oh, that's just really great. We're navigating a different kind of world, but it's always been a dangerous world. As we're noticing, and as we'll see in this series as we go forward, it's always been a little dangerous to go God's way, to go Jesus' way. So we need to just always be armoring up for whatever situation we're in, whatever our context is at the moment. Armor up, help our kids armor up so we can all stand up and speak up and own up for God because Jesus said that those of us who acknowledge him before men, he will acknowledge us before his Father in heaven. So thank you all for being with us today and we'll see you next week. See you then. Bye.